my shorts. Everybody, welcome to the Dave Lee Down Under podcast. I'm, of course, your host, Dave Lee, and this is episode 23. 23 shows. 23! Oh, that's oh a good God. number. That's a good number. Uh, you can, of course, show us 23 again. So do I. <laughs> oh, man. Gosh. No. That, we've started on a downer again. No, come on. Pick it up. All right, you can join us. You join us every Monday here on the podcast. Uh, it goes out on all the podcast. I always trip over that podcast. You can you get you can. Uh, it goes out on all the podcasting platforms. Do you want to start that again? Or? No, we'll keep going. Oh, okay. We'll keep going. Um, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. Um, a visual element available to view on YouTube two days earlier. If you are a uh, patron, the, the, it goes up at the same time. The YouTube visual element. But if you'd like that two days earlier, um, that's available to patron supporters two days earlier, um, which is on the Saturday. So if, you, if you'd like that, early access to that, podcast.com, fucking hell, patron.com forward slash Dave Lee Down Under. I'm, I feel really tired. Well, we started early today, so we that's started, probably half your problem. I know, we started early. I've been getting up early. I've actually been getting back into a regular routine, and I've just realised right now that I've sat down to actually try and do something that I'm just, I'm really tired. I'm, I'm my, my, my tongue, tongue twisted. Anyway, you can find me on YouTube at David Lee Down Under, over on Twitter, Instagram. Links in the description of every single podcast. If you want to write into the show, you can shoot an email to DaveLeePond at gmail.com. I caused a big fuss last week. People not sending me emails. Why aren't you sending me? I got heaps of them this week. <laughs> yeah, David Lee Pod. I got one from our friend Blake, our patron supporter. It was just like a duster, like a picture of a feather duster. And it said, just cleaning out the cobwebs. Was nice. A couple of really nice emails came in as well. I'm still trying to get back to responding to them because there's a couple of really long ones there. But I will get back to people who have written in to me at davelypond at gmail.com. Well, so Blake, thank you. Blake, a good friend of the, that. Of the... Blake, Dave, yeah. Blake, good friend Dave of the podcast. Yes, of course, and the, the YouTube. Been around forever. Oh, f- since the beginning. Since the beginning. Great guy. So thanks. Uh, and thanks, everybody, who's, who's written in and whatever. Of course, if you're listening on the podcast platforms, please leave a review and a rating. It does help. Only good ones. Only the good ones, especially Can since... Can I throw out the shit ones? Well, yeah, especially since someone got my rating down to 4.9. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah, I know. We need to get it back up. We need to get it back up. You'll never get back to five now. Uh, probably not. Probably well, not. This, week, this is a way we can... Get rid of that bad one. Yeah, no, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we get. No, we wouldn't do that. Well, maybe not. Anyway, uh, the voice you can hear next to me today is, of course, old mate Rick joining me once again in the studio. Yep, the old boy. He's back again. Been oh, busy the last few weeks. Fucking time that beautifully today. Been busy the last few weeks. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you've been working. Been working for a change. For a change, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't happen very often, but no. when it does, it's pretty full on. Yeah. Still got another couple of weeks to go, so yeah, that's good. That's good. So I've been, uh, yeah, you had a couple of 
guests on too. I've had some guests, guests. Yeah, I've had some wonderful people on over the last few weeks. It's been a lot of fun. Did you make Wacko, Jacko? Wacko, Jacko. Oh, it's his birthday manager. today too. It is his birthday it's today. It's his birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, Happy Jackson. Happy birthday, Wacko, Jacko. Everyone flood him. Old. Everyone flood him on Instagram. I can't remember what his Instagram Happy is. Happy birthday, birthday to, to nah, you. It. I'll give him a little <laughs> present. All You can have all of the sound effects for his birthday. Of course, by the time... Shut up. Of course, by the time this goes out, his birthday's long gone. Exactly. We're recording on the phone. I've already right? messaged him. Have you? I sent him a little picture, like, happy birthday to the world's worst manager. <laughs> he thought it was pretty funny. Uh, so, yeah. You're on a T-shirt. Wacko Jacko, the Wacko. world's worst manager. Yeah. Well, we could sell that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll get him to make it. Mm. Yeah, he made the, he made the Dave Lee manager T-shirt last time, which we're giving away, apparently. With the Dave Lee down under bingo cards. Oh, the bingo. Yeah, I, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, so if you go to... Looks, uh, looks like a bit of fun. I think oldmaterick.com. <laughs> <laughs> if you go there, you can get the Dave Lee down under bingo card and the winner gets the T-shirt. I'm making him send it out. <laughs> so it's at his expense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, the, he's your manager. He's got to do something for you. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's been... Uh, otherwise, it's been, it's been busy for me. Mm, yeah, you, you haven't stopped. I haven't stopped. I haven't had a break for weeks because I'm just trying to get this evolution done. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, it's a huge one this week, uh, this month rather. I haven't even announced it yet because I'm not even sure if I'm going to get the deadline. Hit the target. Man, um, it's, it's massive. That's it's, why. it's enormous. I can probably announce it now because it's supposed to be going out this week. <laughs> it's supposed to be going out this week. I Tom, can. Don't you got a drum roll? <laughs> oh, I don't think I do. I've got no. no that's the Deadwood no. update. Mm. Oh, that's the only drum I have on here at the moment. Oh, well. Um, well, it's 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 a bit different this one round because it's not the cartoon evolution. I'm moving. I'm not moving away from cartoon evolution, but I'm trying mix to it up a bit. mix up a little bit. Um, the the big big goal of my channel this year is to keep everything relevant. Yeah, um, so yeah. try and keep my. I was finding that a lot. Well, obviously the way YouTube works is that relevant videos will get clicks. Yeah. And I was finding that a lot of the cartoon evolutions I was doing last year that were relevant were big, it's like oh, Animaniacs okay. and whatever else exploded in views. But the ones that are less relevant tend to get the less less interaction, oh, okay. less less views, whatever. So this year I'm trying to keep everything as relevant as possible. So what I'm tr- what I'm doing now is I'm starting a new series called Pop Culture Evolution. Ooh. I've announced that much. Um, the first one's a massive. It's, one. it's enormous. I'm so excited. Now the reason we're doing Pop Culture Evolution instead of cartoon, we're not moving away from the cartoons. I've had heaps of emails like, "Oh no, have you stopped cartoon evolution?" No, it's not stopped. I'll probably be rotating. It's all. It's like how we went from the Disney evolutions to the. Cartoon evolution, and now we're going to pop culture evolution. I'll like rotate between them depending on what's like relevant. Got to keep it interesting as well. Exactly right. Got to mix it up. And sometimes I get a, I won't say I get bored, but sometimes just doing cartoon character after cartoon character, especially when a lot of their history is almost the same, it gets it gets tedious to do. So I like to mix it up. And the one I'm doing at the moment, I'm like really. You're probably really loving it. Doing the cartoon one cartoon after another. Mm. Probably you probably come across a lot of the same information. Well, you're exactly right, especially if I'm like doing all the Looney Tunes. That's why I kind of took a breather from the Looney Tunes. People stopped clicking on those ones, and I found that um, it was just tedious to to put a video together because it was almost like um, a lot of the same information going in. 
Uh, but the one I'm but I, so I thought pop culture evolution is also a good way to expand the kind of mm. stuff I'm talking about. I've always just it's my love has always been just movies and television, whatever. It's not like specifically animation, even though I've found like a little niche doing animation animated stuff. But pop culture is everything else, all the big characters that you can imagine out of pop culture, whether that be from the pages of comic books or movies or TV, just big. Uh, expansive characters that have had big, long history in various mediums um, So that, that, that aren't necessarily cartoon characters. But some of them may have appeared in cartoons. So, for example, yeah, the first yeah. one I'm doing has been Ooh, in movies, been in TVs, yeah. been in cartoons, been in comic books. Been around since, what, the 20s? Uh, been around since, yeah, like 1938 was yeah, uh, yeah the, when he first uh, was published. But yeah, he was um, sort of early 30s was when they kind of started devising conceptualize the idea. Yeah, conceptualise. Should I say it? Or oh, do you just want to if keep I, people in suspense and hit, make them guess what well, it is? Well, if I hit my target, the video should be going out in two days after this podcast drops. It won't happen. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> Hoping so. It's a, a lot of work to get done. It took me three weeks to write. Usually it will take me a week, a week and a half to write and then a week to edit. It's taking me three weeks to write Shoot. the damn thing. 18 pages, no, 16 pages long. My previous record's like 11 pages. That usually gets me like a 40-minute video, 11 pages. Yeah. This has gone to like 16, and it's I've done my audio edit. I've started editing the video as well, but I've done the audio edit. It comes to 55 minutes. Yeah, That's but like it's the a rough. big character. It's a huge one. And there's a lot to unpack with this It's character. enormous. I'm so excited. I should just say it. Oh. Yeah, I suppose you probably should. Because I have to announce it at some point. Yeah. And it's coming. I've been teasing it for weeks. Or do you just not say it and let him try and guess? Oh, I've got to give the build-up, though. Yeah. Well, whenever, yeah, I, whenever I do those ads, I do these, like, 10, 15-second ads, like, coming up this month, Cartoon Evolution. They get, like, 20,000 views, some of them. Jesus Christ. People just want to find out. So I will launch one of them. Um, I'll do it. It's a big one. So, like I said, it's big pop culture characters and I've found it's it kind of almost worked. Um, this was originally going to be a cartoon evolution, and I thought, fuck it, if I'm doing this character, I have to do the whole spectrum of him. And it almost turned out like the perfect character yep. to start this pop culture evolution because there's, there's no bigger character the than more, this one. Well, no, the I more, don't think it's my favorite character out of every. Well, the, the more you research into this, you realize this is that there's two characters in history that exploded. Pop culture. Yeah, this is this is the one. And this is the one. You've got Mickey Mouse, yep. nineteen twenty eight, and then yep. following ten years later, the Man of Steel. Yeah, Superman, the man himself. Yes. Whoa. It's a really exciting one too. I'm really really enjoying doing this one. Yeah, Cut it would, out. thanks. Would be good. I'm it's, looking forward to seeing this one. Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun doing it. It's the most fun I've had in a long time. I think because it is so different, and because I'm diving into different things. I've done characters that have come from comics before, like talk about Popeye, Charlie Brown, um, but then they're characters that really went into animation and kind of stuck there. Um, but this this guy is just, of course, yeah, Superman. Exactly. You've got live action. You've got like film serials from the nine different like thirties or forties, forties, fifties serials, and then you go into the movies, um, like the television series with George Reeves in the nineteen fifties. You've got the seventies films with um, Christopher Reeves, seventies, eighties movies, television, Smallville, Lois and Clark, the new one, Superman and Lois, whatever yeah. the hell it's called, the bloody Snyder film, the DCEU films. Um, everything. So we're going to touch on every single facet of Superman. The cartoons has been in fucking everything. 
As so, much as possible, anyway. As much as possible, yeah. I, I shouldn't there's, say everything. There's, there's going to be one or two things that you might miss. So people Absolutely. are going to pick you up on mm-hmm. it. And, um, so anyway. Well, not so much that you'll miss. You'll just you won't find it relevant. There's a lot of stuff I've had to chop because it's not relevant. And a lot of stuff gets brushed over really quickly. Yeah. But a lot of stuff I do spend a lot of time. So I've spent a lot of time talking about the inception of the character. It's been so fun. Like mm. we delve into like pulp magazines and pulp like comic strips and everything from like the, you talk about 20s through 30s, these pulp magazines that really inspired the character. And then you go into like the radio show, the films, all the films I do like a really decent spotlight on and the important TV shows. Um, but then there are a few things that kind of just get a little bit brushed mm. over a little bit. But yeah, I've had a lot of fun doing this. I'm really excited to launch it. I was hoping to get it up on like Tuesday, Wednesday. I don't know if I'm going to get it, get it. But obviously I'm doing this one because we've got Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, coming That's out right. on HBO Max this week, this week right. on the 18th. So I'm really trying to get it to coincide with that. But this is a character that I think is just really any time that I drop it over the next week, it should. It, um, it should. It's Superman, like Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> there's no bigger, there's no bigger character in pop culture. No, no, no. and the the, the, the more none. the more you research it, the more you realize this is. The character that started that started pop cult, popular culture between him and Mickey Mouse, mm. there these two characters that was this dawn, this 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 point in time where merchandising and franchising and everything really got off up off the ground, and it's just turned out that this is the, the perfect way to start the pop culture evolution, mm. divine intervention, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, it's worked out really well, um, so I'm excited for that one. So there we go. It's Superman cartoon evolution. Uh, sorry. Pop culture evolution, Pop, yeah. number one. I'm so excited about it. 55 minute. I might be able to get it down a little bit mm. as I edit along, uh, but it's going to be over 50 minutes. Well, it's a huge, huge character. It's like, a huge character. You, you, know, you know how much I, how much I like yeah. Iron Man. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, this, this is the only character that tops Iron yeah. Man for me. Superman. Yeah. We're going to talk about Batman too. Yeah. Uh, You're not huge on Batman. No, I'm, I like uh, Superman and Batman are, the, mm. are probably the two greatest. Mm hmm. And Iron Man is right there with Batman for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different universes, obviously. Oh, yeah. you know, one's DC and one's Ah, it doesn't Marvel matter. You've got to love them all. Yeah. I get real into the DC stuff at the moment too because of Superman. It's funny. When I do these videos, I just get like – you get so absorbed into that world, you end up just being just obsessed with it. And we will talk about that very, very soon. I've just gone wild on some DC stuff at the moment, but I'm loving it. I've always loved it. I've always said on this, mm. like Superman and Batman were the two the – two, Superheroes I grew up with, two superheroes yeah. you grew up with, they're really all you had in media. Well, exactly. You know, there were like, oh, you talk about like Spider-Man, there were some Spider-Man series and I think like there were just really low budget like Doctor Strange and Thor, Captain America films, but they weren't huge things, mm. you know, talk about like in the 70s, 80s, 90s. It wasn't really until like Spider-Man, X-Men, the Blade films that came out like the early 2000s where all these other, but you know, growing up, it was like Superman, Batman were the they were the two big ones. So anyway, I'm excited about that. Well, it was because for me, it was because I grew up with. Well, yeah, you would. You know, back in the 60s, I was a kid, you know, I was a kid back in the 60s, mm. and you had you had um, you know George Reeves, yeah, um, a, a Superman, Superman and, yeah. and we thought it was incredible. That yeah. Here's this, here's this, mm. this guy flying, yeah, you know, like. Yeah. How do they? How, how do they do that? Does he really fly, or yeah, you know? And then you had the um, the uh, uh, the sixties Batman series too. Yeah, that's right. Adam West, and, Adam West, uh, and, and Burt Ward. Ward. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And that was fantastic. I loved that. Yeah. In fact, probably that Batman series might have actually been better than the Superman series, to be honest. Very different. 
Yeah, exactly They're right. They had a different feel about yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this, the the Batman, the Batman was very camp. It was a very camp sort of character. Yeah. Him and Robin were, yeah. you know, it was like really. Yeah, over the top yeah, and pulpy. Exactly well, not right. pulpy, like uh, uh, pulp, uh, what do you call it? Uh, pop, pop. Uh, I saw an interview with Adam West while I was researching the Superman thing where he says it was like really um, like pop art sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Like that whole Andy Warhol yeah, era, right. 60s, 70s flower yep. power. Yep. It was really over the top, campy and yeah. just, yeah, just so different. And then whereas, got, the, whereas the Superman had a had, yeah. a, had an older feel to yeah, it. Yeah. It felt, felt like it was something out of the 40s or 50s or yeah. something like that because they didn't have all those sort mm. of, you know, Batman and Robin mm. and whatever you you know they get in a fight and they get the power yeah, yeah. across the screen and whatever they didn't have all that for the Batman no. the Superman completely different yeah so yeah. it was uh, you know. well that's Superman and that's why it's it for me yeah well yeah because you would agree but then even me growing up it was the um like as a nineties kid the only big superhero films that had been made Batman. by that point was yeah. Bat- the Batman films were like er- like late yep. 80s, early 90s, the two Tim Burton ones. And then, of course, um, Batman Forever came out like 94 or 95 and Batman and Robin was soon after that. Um, and then, of course, the Superman films, the, George, uh, the Christopher Reeve ones, um, which were like uh, 78 and then like into the 80s. Um, so they were the superhero films I was growing up with, and then the early two thousands, you get stuff like Spider Man and the X Men, yeah, right. um, and Blade, and all these ones start popping in. I think Spider Man was really the next big one for me. Um, yeah, probably same. And and then you get the Marvel stuff like the late two thousands, like yeah, two thousand eight. Yeah. You know, you start pushing that. And well, then see, that's most of the Marvel really characters I knew nothing about anyway. Well, no, I'm the same. Captain yeah. America. Everybody knew, but that's that. But that's why, if you're not someone who read the comics, is that the only big superheroes that were in any kind of media? Yeah, that's right. Was Batman, Batman and Superman. Superman, and they that's had right. like Wonder Woman, of course, and like Aquaman, and all and all those DC ones were in cartoons and stuff. And but the big ones, when you talk about like general audience, is, were gravitating towards it was Batman, it was Superman, it was Spider Man. Yeah, that's right. Um, and that's really it. Um, but yeah, so it's been a really good one to do. I'm, I'd love you all to just check it out. It's a long one, I know. Stick with it, but it's it'll be worth it. It's so much fun. I've I'm, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it. Yeah, well, I hope you like it. I hope I don't let it run down. Well, you must be enjoying it because I haven't heard a lot of swearing coming out of the study. No, it's been fun actually, <laughs> and my editing suite's actually been all right. It hasn't been mucking up. That said, <laughs> oh my god. So anyway, we're starting to record this early today, so I can get back to work um, on that one. Just like to get as much of work on that done as possible, and try and get that out by the deadline. Um. So there you go, Superman. Yeah, Superman. Here he comes. He's coming. He's coming. Um, we've got a um, funny stories. People love the funny stories on the podcast when we oh, talk about yeah. it. Talk about funny. Actually, I forgot. To, this is really bad. Uh, I forgot to tell Alicia, my girlfriend, oh, that I was God. coming on the podcast. I think she's falling asleep anyway. <laughs> of course, she's in. <laughs> she's overseas. Another part of the world. Yeah, she's in another part of the world. So I just have to. Me- I'll message her now. Run the run the run the show. Well, what do you want me to do? <laughs> Just, 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 just hopping onto the podcast now. <laughs> I'll speak to you soon. Oh, that's funny. Right. You're in trouble, mate. I know. She doesn't listen. To of course, this anyway. she's in. She's in uh, Cambridge in England. So. Yeah, which is of course where I spent all my time. And uh, here we are in Australia, so that's uh, seventeen thousand kilometres away. There we go. So. She's none the wiser. I'm she, just, she's jumping on the podcast now. Yep. I think she's fell asleep anyway. She's probably she, asleep. She hasn't replied. Well, she hadn't seen my last messages, which were sent like um, 
half 45 minutes ago. Oh, yeah, she's, she's anyway, bombed out. Yeah. What time is it there now? It would be like 12, quarter past, past 12. 12. Yeah. Just to sleep early. Wow. Um, so, yeah. Oh, Cam- I love Cambridge. Such a wonderful place. That's it where is. I spent it's a lovely place. That's where I spent all my time when I was over in the UK. Really great place. I love it. Mm. Um, other than that funny story, <laughs> um, <laughs> I... I get a lot of spam emails recently. I get a lot of spam emails. Like my email inbox is absolutely flooded <coughs> with spam. You've just muted yourself. Did I? Yeah. I muted and then unmuted. Yeah. Did I cough on? Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, anyway, so I get like so many spam emails. Heaps. Of, like my email inbox is flooded. A lot of them are coming from Czechoslovakia. So like .cz. Oh, I don't know what's going on, but dodgy. there's all these just really dodgy emails. Um, and yeah, dot like at post .cz. Like at least four or five of them every single day. Just really dodgy emails, and my inbox is flooding with them. I got this one this week though that looked really. Really legitimate. Mm. Usually, you can tell the legitimate ones because of the language that gets used. A lot of the dodgy ones um, will be stuff like "Hello, dear," or <laughs> "Hello," or the, just just it really just w- the way they're written is really bad. Or they'll give you links to click on. They will give you. They won't give you an email address to reply back to. They'll say, "Contact us on WhatsApp." Um, yeah. So this is a way they kind of get in. Um, just heaps of really dodgy shit. No reply uh, emails. No reply emails. Yeah. Um, and then they'll be like, "Hello, it's always hello. I am a PR manager." And then sometimes it's like, "I am from this company. We are launching this. Can you review it?" They don't give you any information on what you're supposed to be looking at, or just just really nondescript. And they're all almost exactly the same. This week, uh, but so so like I said, you can always tell when it's a legit one. Um, because they will address you. I shouldn't be giving tips to these these spam, spammers, no, well. but but you you know you know the legit ones because they will address you by name and their the language that they use is um, is different. Is uh, you just how you can just tell yeah, when someone's being being generated. Uh, the, their English genuine. is not quite right. The the English Often. on a lot of the it's like what do you call it? like pigeon English? Pigeon That's English, broken yeah. English. Yep. Um, and it's usually ju- you just you just you just know it's like gone through a million and one translators, and yeah, they probably yeah. sent it out to a million different people under different languages. Yeah, and, uh, who knows? So that you, you can just tell what a legitimate one is. You can link the. They'll give you like details on what they want you to review. They will have a legitimate website where you can whatever. I love email addresses you can reply to and all that sort of stuff. Well, yeah, well. exactly right. So I always know what's legit. This one here almost got me though. This one has come from what was like I won't say who, like the the, the the game developer like a really high profile game developer that yep. were pretending to be. Um, the email read: We're looking for creative people to promote the new game project. Uh, it's the so and so main game in the game series of the same name. We offer a unique opportunity to par- participate in the promotion of the game. Uh, we have developed a new system for promoting our products, eliminating any kind of deception. We provide you with a demo version of the game, which includes 60 minutes of play, first two tasks, and a limited location for free movement. Uh, to promote the game, create a video with the gameplay for our game, share your feelings, or add music and presentation, text, whatever, blah, 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 blah. When you're ready, post the video on your channel and send a link to moderation owners at gamedevelopers.com. Um, and we will pay three and a half thousand dollars for any video with the integration that gets over ten thousand views. Um, you can download the trial version here, and they gave me a link. First red flag. 
Download the holding, download yeah. the game right here. That was, that was the first red flag. I'm reading it, going, "This uh, she sounds pretty legit. Sounds all right. I'd be happy to do it." The Superman video is probably going to get ten thousand views. You would think. Um, hopefully, um, and yeah, I'll just chuck it in there or make some quick money. And then I thought, no, there's a link. And then of course the um, the thing that we dread at the end. If you have any problems downloading the game, please contact us on WhatsApp. Yeah. <laughs> With best wishes the team um and then of course it came from like a no reply at game developers doc so at first i'm thinking they've got the at then the game developer but yeah. what a lot of them do now they can do masking so they can mask what email address so yeah that's right so it's really difficult um but yeah i looked up the what i did was i typed the whatsapp number into google and then that pulled up a thread on twitter of people who'd been getting emails from this game developer, and then the game developer actually um, um, uh, tweeted about it. So they um, they recognised this and were like, yeah, this is a scam. Um, so they've 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 recognised it publicly, but I just don't, I don't really want to you know mention them. But if you get stuff like this, just be you know. The other, the other real flag was the amount they were paying. Well, yeah, three and a half grand is a really and high. And it's US as, as well. That'd be US dollars. That's like a really high like starting point. Oh, exactly for 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 something to get ten thousand views. Yeah, yeah well, of yeah, course. yeah, that's really high. I mean, I know people can get ludicrous amounts of money to do um, um, to do uh, sponsorships and stuff. But what you'll usually find is that the first number that you get will be quite will be quite, a lower number, yeah. and then you can haggle. Yeah. Um, but they and what I found in the ones I've done is that they don't come to you with a number. You got to give them a quote. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. and then you go from there usually. So. Um, yeah, so anyway, that was uh, almost got me, but I thought there's a few red flags. I look into it. and So if there's anyone out there who's listening who's like a newer, like newer on the platform and he's getting stuff like this, just be really careful with it because there's so, there's so many, so much dodgy stuff, man. And always remember, if it sounds too good to yeah, be true, usually it is. usually is. Usually is. More often than not. Yeah. I thought I'd raise that one because I thought that was quite uh, – well, it's not really that funny, but um, yeah, it was an interesting one. Sometimes you can click on the email on the email address that they've sent it from mm. as well, yeah, and that'll take you through, and you'll be able to see the email yeah, it's yeah, come yeah. from, and it's some weird, yeah, some weird thing. Like I said, it's always like at post at post dot cz at Czechoslovakia, which is just yeah, and some of these emails are just so 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 dodgy. But that one. Almost got me graphics and everything, yeah, pictures that looked so legit. What's looked the one so like legit. the ones you get from the banks? Oh, yeah, Suppose yeah, Supposed the ones yeah. you get from the banks that are dodgy, yeah. but they look so legitimate. Yeah, I know. But you just know that they're wrong because uh-huh. they have links on them or whatever. Yeah, exactly right. So, yeah. yeah, so be careful of these things. So, kiddies, they're be rampant. careful out there. They're rampant, man. Yeah. They're rampant. Just be really I careful be very with all ca- Like, shit. I'm serious. Like, my, my email address for the for my channel is just flooded with spam. I don't know how to stop it. I can't. I can't stop it. Um. As far as watching stuff this week, like what have we been watching? Uh, I, again, slow. Last week I was really slow um, because of this evolution, really. I've been getting up early and then getting straight into work. Mm, haven't um, watched a lot. Haven't watched a lot because I just I figured, you know what, the only way I'm going to get this done is if I, those two or three hours in the morning where I'm farting around or watching TV or watching a movie, I'd rather put those like extra few the, hours into the video. Yeah. And it's good because it gets me a little bit of head headway um, on, on those videos. But I have, I did get a few in. Um, well, we watched one called The Voices. 
This is the one with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah. It's oh. <laughs> a weird film. Really weird it's a bit movie. strange, isn't it? It must, when was it? Like 2012 or so? It was quite an older yeah, it was film. Something like that. Um, we've only just got around to watching it. It also had um, Anna Kendrick in it as well. Yeah, that's right. Um, and he's like a. Uh, how much can you say without spoiling it, really? Well, I suppose the pre- the main premise is he's just like this everyday guy, but he's um, he's also a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's like a. Um, it's like just like a dark comedy, like a black comedy sort of thing, really quirky. If, if you imagine something that Ryan Reynolds would be in, like this is like definitely it. Like this is 20, absolutely 2014. 2014. Like this is absolutely like a Ryan Reynolds film plastered all over it. Um, yeah. But it was a lot of fun. It was good fun. I enjoyed it. I actually yeah. really enjoyed it. Really violent too. Yeah. <laughs> like decapitating people and <laughs> keeps their heads round. And, it was just bizarre. It was just, yeah. just a bizarre it's sort of got that same sort of humour that uh, – um, what's that character he does? Deadpool, Deadpool? yeah. It was almost like that a sort of, precursor, that sort of, that sort of yeah. thing, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, That's probably how we got that probably. Deadpool because yeah. of that black That really black, black humor. sardonic humour, yeah. yeah. But it's fun. So check it out if you haven't seen that. It's an older one. Um, a couple of uh, catalogue titles I watched recently. I watched one called The Bad News Bears. You've probably seen this at some point. Walter Matthau, oh, yeah, um, yeah. and he coaches like a one. little league baseball team. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> really good. Yeah. Um, the the um, Some of those old Walter, Walter Matthau films. He's are so good. Really good. I've watched a few recently, and he's really good. Yeah, uh, it's quite dry. Yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. just it's almost like um, well, this one he's like a beer swilling, um, a cigarette chomping, yeah. foul mouthed. Um, yeah, that's right. Uh, junior baseball coach calling the kids little bastards and <laughs> it's so, it's so fun and it's one one comment i read about it was like this is like the precursor to um uh, bad santa oh. it's almost like that same sort of thing but then funnily enough billy bob did the um did the remake oh did he yeah which i haven't seen oh. um but yeah this was just released on blu-ray as part of the imprint line from Viavision. Mm-hmm. So I checked that out as part of the recent line. A lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. So good. Um, I think it's been released in the US just recently as well. It's like a standard edition on Blu-ray, and the Billy Bob version's been reissued as well in the US on Blu-ray. So I might import that one because I'd be keen to see it, mm. although apparently it's not that great. No, uh, but, yeah, I really I imagine. I really enjoy it. It's, very, uh, it's a very dated film, so a lot of the... Um, there's a lot of like very politically incorrect stuff that you probably shouldn't have got away with even then. Yeah. Um, but somehow did. Um, but again, you have to view these films through like the lens of when they were made and understand that they were made in different time. But other than that kind of really kind of complicated stuff is a very good film. Very funny. Again, dry, sardonic humor. Walter Matthaus. I think it's probably his best performance I've seen in anything from memory when it comes to like his comedic roles. Uh, very good. Yeah, really enjoyed no, that one. Um, I always, always really enjoyed his work. Yeah. Um, I watched, jeez. Oh, uh, this one, right. So I wanted to put on something that was really short the other day. I got up early. I was like, I'm just going to watch a short film and then get into work. This one was like, in my, in my letterbox, I have a watch list and I sort everything by runtime. So all the short ones at the top and then it goes down. So that if I'm just looking for something of a particular length, it's easy for me to just find yep. find it. And some mornings I'm like, I'll just watch whatever's like the shortest one. This one was there, was like 78 minutes or something. I was like, fucking beautiful, that'll do. Whack this one on. This one called No Retreat, No Surrender from like the... Uh, 
early to mid 1980s, I would say, probably early 1980s. Um, so I put it on. I got like halfway through it. I'm thinking, this is actually, this doesn't feel like 70 minutes. It turned out the version I had was like the 110 minute long, bloody, oh, like, um, international cut of the film. This is 86. That surprises me that it was that late. This is the single most 1980s thing I've seen in my life. Well, if I can pull up my letterboxed, I will I will read you out what I wrote about this on my letterboxed, right? Um, oh, let's find it. We're going to my diary. Um, no retreat, no surrender, right? This is the single most 80s thing I've ever seen. Production values are shocking. Story is ridiculously bad. The acting is god-awful. Fight scenes are terrible. The music has left me with a hammering headache. I swear the music in this is so 80s, like no. electronic and like, re- yeah. but it's really loud. I was never really loud. But it's like, but if you think of like an elect- like film scores from the 80s, that's what I mean, like that yeah. really electronic, yeah. but like really loud and just hammering the whole fucking film. Um, yeah, left me with a hammering headache. Everything that's not supposed to be funny is hilarious. And the posters are misleading because this had Jean-Claude Van Damme on the cover. I finally got back to Jean-Claude. He's in it for like fucking 15 minutes. <laughs> this was his first film ever and he's like an extra. Well, he's not an extra, but he's like this villain that he fights at the end in the ring. He's in at the beginning for like a minute and then he comes back as like this. I think his name's like Vlad the Russian, right? Um, and he's Ivan, in it for... Ivan, Ivan, Ivan the Russian. Yeah, Ivan the Russian, right? And he's like the the major antagonist that he's got to fight at the end in the ring. Um, and he's got, I reckon, two lines in the film. Oh, so it's the yeah. first JCVD film I've watched for a few weeks. Well, there on IMDb, he's listed second. He's listed second. He's Look at the bloody film poster. If you scroll up, look at him. He's right there on the cover. Yeah. And if you look at the cover, hang on, let me get the bloody DVD. Oh, I'll be back. He's just run away. Hey, come back. No, yeah, it's... Um, yeah, I can't believe that. For those people out there, look at that. That's the main character in the background. <laughs> in the background. For those who are looking out there, there's Jean-Claude right there. Pool, big. Oh, yeah, the Jean-Claude Van Damme. No tr- and the, the main character is in the background right there. Absolute trash, right? But I had fun. Um, but it was awful. Really bad. I probably would not recommend that one, actually. This is the first Jean-Claude one where I'd say do not, but just don't bother. Mm. It's that bad. I don't know why you bother with any of them anyway. Oh, because most of them are so much fun. And everyone out there listening just knows I've just really gone into things. It's just easy to watch <laughs> and they're fun and they're crap and I laugh and I just have a good time. But this is awful. I bought this on eBay, out of print one from Umbrella. Um, the guy was trying to flog it off for like 30 bucks. I was like, no, I'm not paying that much. I think I haggled him down to like 20 and then I had like a five dollar voucher, so oh I got up like fifteen bucks in the end. So I was like, "That's fine," but I probably it's not even worth like two dollars. That awful, just dreadful film, mm. dreadful. Anyway, that's awful. the first. That's the first time Jean Claude has let me down. <laughs> Disappointed. It's because he wasn't in it long enough. No, probably he was barely in it, and then even when he was in, he was crap. <laughs> um. All right. So another catalog title. I we watched One Division last week, the finale. I went off, I did like yep. a little video on it. I come back in and found you watching Star, Star Wars, Wars Episode 1. Episode 1, The Phantom Menace yeah. of all things. Like, what are you doing? It was just on. You just put it on because you were scrolling through Disney Plus, obviously it was there. Yeah. Yeah. We'd, watch, we'd just finished watching 
WandaVision. WandaVision. Yeah. And oh, then, yeah, because I watched it and then I went to my video. That's you watched right. it. Then me and mum watched it. Yeah. And then you came back in here and I've got Star Wars. Star Wars. On. I was thinking, what are you doing? Oh, it was well, good fun anyway. It was, it was on. It's fun. <laughs> it was fun. I love it. That's my, one of my favourites. Yeah, no, that, that was, was the, good. That I was the Star Wars I grew up with. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was like the Star Wars when I was Yeah, but see, I grew up with the original. But I never watched it. Yeah. I never saw it. But I don't. But your your mum was a huge fan. My my grandmother loved it. She them. never saw it either. She always said she loved them. Maybe she was lying. Oh, she might have loved it, but I I don't. I really don't think she ever really saw it. She we weren't we, we weren't really a family that went to the, went mm. to the cinemas. We just couldn't afford to go. Maybe, maybe she just caught it on TV. I don't know. Don't know. Maybe you bought her the VHS box set years ago. Remember? Yeah. That's probably when she sort of watched it and thought, oh, I like this. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> she threw the box out too. Oh, yeah. That'd Remember? Be threw that, like, it was one of those collector's editions in a box yeah. and she threw the box oh, out. What are all this shit for? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's mum. Yeah. She got rid of the VHS too. Oh, man. Shattered. She gave out all the VHS to like a um, like the Salvos or something. Yeah, that's and there was right. a few yeah. things in there that I wouldn't have minded, like yeah. the original version of the Wizard of Oz. Would have even VHS. paid her for it. I know, even though I bought it originally, yeah. I would have paid her for it. <laughs> there were some titles in there. I was like, oh, no, nah, but it doesn't matter anyway. Oh well. Um, new release ones that we watched. Very quick thoughts on these two. You you watched both of these. I talked about them last week. Ryan and the Last Dragon. I enjoyed it. You enjoyed it because there's one that you didn't think you'd enjoy because it had oh, dragons. <laughs> I'm not into all that fantasy sort of, fantasy sort of yeah. shit. Not at all. Yeah. But I actually didn't, you liked didn't it. mind it. Yeah. Didn't mind it at all. Quite enjoyed it. Well, I had a few things going for you. Animation was, was just gorgeous. Yeah, gorgeous that. animation, which you love. No songs, so that's a bonus oh, for you. A, a Disney animation that doesn't have like Broadway songs. Yeah. And then it was more action adventure than like obviously it's a fantasy, but like the action yeah. adventure is more like thing like pulpy, like Indiana yeah. Jones or kind of something like yeah. that, you know. Um I've noticed a lot of the lot of the lot of the animation now. They mm. they do the big eye mm. big eye animation too, and this was no exception. Yeah, well that's Disney really, isn't it? They yeah. you gotta keep it in that style. Mm. Huge eyes on the characters. and Buzz and Woody never had big eyes. Yeah, but it's Pixar, though. Oh, yeah, it's true. You think about yeah, Disney animation, like Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid, Cinderella. Yeah. It's all that. You have to, they have to keep it in that style to keep yeah. it. Yeah. I, think they've, I think that you hit on something that's really good with what they've done is that Pixar and Disney both have their own very yeah, distinct very styles. Style. Yeah. Even though they're both under the same umbrella, they're both very distinct. Um, mm. And that even, even as... Like you've picked up that they both look very different. Yeah, yeah. So they, even to like a general audience, they can be very distinct sort of. And things. I'm not really one to pick that sort of stuff. I yeah. just watch a film for yeah. the enjoyment of watching the film. That's what I reckon mm. it's there for. Yeah. You know, I don't know whether I like something or don't like something, and mm. you know, I don't really sit and I don't really sit and analyse. If I no. see a Jean Claude film, I go, oh, "Fuck this, I'm out of here." <laughs> I'll piss off out of the room. I won't watch yeah. it. But if it's something I enjoy, I enjoy it. Yeah. No use analysing it. They. A lot of people put a lot of time and effort into making <clears throat> exactly this stuff. Right. Um, you know, you either enjoy it or you don't. Mm. Uh, this Simple. is one. This is one that's got a lot of backlash. I won't say backlash, but a lot of people didn't really like it. I loved it. I thought it was so fun. And you watched it with me. It was uh, coming to America. Yeah, coming right. to America. Yeah, to, was right. Didn't mind two. it at all. Yeah, it was good fun. You would have seen the first one. You well, yeah. know the first one. That's too. all it was really. Yeah. A lot of the same jokes. Exactly and, right. But I found that they did the jokes uh, differently, so they, they still yeah, landed. Modern, it was sort yeah. of modernised a yeah. bit. 
in that regard. Yeah, yeah, you good. enjoyed it. I did. I did, did, did enjoy it. I like a um, what's his name? Eddie. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Murphy film. Yeah, man. Love Eddie. Doesn't matter what he does, I enjoy it. Yeah, I don't think he's ever let me. Well, there's a few like I think maybe like Norbert and oh, yeah, Meet Dave, <laughs> oh, that kind of era. Norbert. That was like just before he like we re- kind of went into his retirement. Didn't he do a, like a kindergarten? Oh yeah, Daddy Daycare. Daddy Daycare. That was yeah, fun. That's right. I like that yeah. one. That was a good one. Yeah, and then they did a second one, um, but he wasn't in that one. I think they might have done like third. I think it might be one of those ones where they end up doing like a bunch of sequels, but they're like straight to DVD. Yeah. Um, but no, I didn't mind it at all. Didn't mind yeah, it at all. That's good. I enjoyed it. All the old, a lot of the old faces back in yeah, the, back in the Arsenio film. Hall, anyway, yeah. And James Earl Jones. Yeah. Uh, everyone else. Yeah, it's good. Um, here's one. Okay, so when I had Wacko Jacko on the show, he surprised me and he he bought me a copy of Tenet. That's right. On four K because yep. we keep saying we haven't watched Tenet. Um, and he hated it. He hated this movie, but he's a huge um, uh, Christopher Nolan fan, and he hated it. And he said, I want to hear your thoughts on Tenet. It surprised me that he didn't. Oh, actually, no, it doesn't surprise me. I don't know. He's really, he is really weird with what he likes and what he doesn't. (laughs) You can Mm. never pick it. Sometimes you think you'll hate something and he just loves it. Or sometimes you think you love something and he hates it. I can never predict it with him. He's the one person that I just can't predict. Um, so he said, you got to watch it and you got to let, let, he said, let me know what your thoughts are. And he said to me, if you like this movie, um, I will disown you as my client. Looks like he's going to be disowned. (laughs) (laughs) I was talking to him. I didn't didn't mind it. Well, he said to me the other day, he said, oh, did you like it? I said, I can't tell you. He said, yeah, you have to listen, (laughs) tune into the Dave Lee Downer podcast next Monday at 10 PM. Um, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't mind it at all. I really liked really quite it. Quite enjoyed it. Um, I quite get, enjoyed it. I get a lot of the complaints. A lot of people were saying oh, it's too confusing, or I don't get what's going on. Yeah. Um. Oh, it doesn't make sense. What well, does if you pay attention to the film? Oh, you got to you got to be on. Um, it's one of those ones where you blink, you you blink, and you've literally you literally missed yeah, something. Yeah, that's right. Um, I found myself getting maybe a little lost, maybe 15, 20 minutes into the film. But yeah, I was once the same. you start, when you're further into it, it all sort of starts. Yeah, to it starts come back and together. Make sense and the more you concentrate, like actually watch watch it, like. I don't know how. Like we're in a generation now where people get on their phones in the cinema. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um. So I feel like it's one of those movies where you just have to shut everything out and just focus and watch it. And it's really not that complicated. No. It's like the concept is complicated, but it's explained really well if you're paying attention and you actually yeah. focus to it. Oh, that was great. The production value is fucking and, and, insane. And, and we watched a bit of the making, the making of sort of, of thing yeah. and that sort of helped explain yeah. a lot of it as well. Yeah. And, and it's just simply, you know, you're living your life. How did it go? You, you live your life in... Well, you live your life, life going, forward going forward, everything else is going backwards, sort of. Well, well sort see, of. That's a, well, sort of. That's how the the idea is that some things have been created that view the world backwards. So it's like that's there's right, these yeah. bullets that have been manufactured. Oh, that's uh, Alicia right now, actually texting me. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> she was obviously asleep. Good night, Alicia. Um, and. Um, yeah, so like you got these bullets that were manufactured at some point in the in the future, but in there they were like created like a parallax world. So like there's this um, 
in the film they go through like a what do they call it? Like it's like a, a time machine. Time, or time. Like a, yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard to it's explain. It's hard to explain until you see it. And you go into that, and then you are into a parallax world which is running backwards. Yeah. That's so right. these bullets have been like created in this parallax world, and to them, say that the bullet has like a mind. The bullet thinks that everything's going backwards. So if you pick, so you can like pick up the bullet without touching it because the bullet thinks you have dropped it. Yep. Right. So it's really complex, but the more you pay, the, you pay attention to the film, it's actually really it's really easy to comprehend. It's very clever, um, very clever. So, film. oh yeah, incredibly. Well, yeah. what he does best is he he will get people on board these projects. He did, did it with Interstellar, and he hired a lot of like quantum physicists and like space like scientists and shit to come and like properly like get the science down yeah. on how yeah. it would work hypothetically. Um, so he's obviously had like scientists and stuff on this saying, oh, well, if there was, you know, whatever. Because the whole concept is based on is based on a theory, isn't it? Yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. A theory they think is plausible. Well, that it's just how you sort are of, perceiving yeah, time. That's right. Right. So you could be going backwards, but the way you perceive it is you're going forwards. Yeah. Sort of thing. Um, I thought it was terrific. I really liked it. Um, the only reason I – I think I gave it a four and a half. The only reason I gave it a half a star off is – I can't even remember right now, but I think it's probably because I don't even know. Let me check my uh, – I'll check my letterbox, letterbox. again. <laughs> it's been a week. Um, I, um, I, gave it a, a, I gave it a four, so I took – I think I just took a star – I think maybe I just took a star off because um, the, um, the more you start questioning it, the more it falls apart. Yeah. Um, and I think – the, I mean, the length wasn't an issue for me, but I think it was like if you pay, if you 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 get get out of your head for a second and you get distracted, you you just get completely lost. Oh, most definitely. And I think just that one star for me was just like it could have been a little bit more, uh, like like could I said, explained. A bit yeah, it could have been. I don't know. I don't know because, like I'm saying, I think the way he did it was was uh, was fantastic. Um, but I think there was just something there that was like it could have been. Um, there's just something more that could have made it just, just that little bit better. Um, but I thought it was terrific. Like the production values on it, like insane. Like it's, it's sort of a bit like um, in that same sort of category for me as something like say an Interstellar or yeah, yeah. something like that, where it's all a bit or Memento. Memento. Well, that's all Memento. Nolan. Memento. Yeah, that's a. Well, that was one of his. That's first. one of my favourite films, and yeah. and the first time I watched that, I didn't. I just. Couldn't get yeah. it, and I just thought, "What the yeah. hell have we just watched? What a load of crap!" Yeah. And then it t- until I thought about it, and then went yeah. back and revisited, and thought, "How brilliant is this?" Yeah, well, that's Nolan, really. This, yeah, he's, the the cleanest things he's ever done was Batman, and yeah. the only reason he did the Batman trilogy is because he knew that if that he would do a really fucking awesome Batman film, and he knew that he would get the clout to do whatever the hell he wants to do, yeah. and it's bloody worked out. Exactly, like that right. Dark Knight trilogy, like the best superhero films ever yeah, made, yeah, yeah. you know. And he can do whatever the hell he wants in Hollywood yeah, now. This that's guy, right. um, but yeah, I really liked it. We both, yeah, yeah. No, it was good. I, so Jackson, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> fucking get off your phone and watch the debt. But I probably, do probably watching it while he's playing a game or something. Oh, probably. Or, who knows? I, I, Scotch or while him or and Tim, they will sit there and they'll play video games um, on their computers. They got like the whole setup. They'll be playing the video game and then have like something playing like off in the corner. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> I think he went to. I think I will give him some stack. I think he went to the cinema to see it. Right. Oh, okay. Um, but I don't know. 
Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. So thank you for the the four K disc, Jackson. We I, had a good evening. <laughs> I even think Mother enjoyed it too. Yeah, I think, yeah, she loved it. She, she loved wanted it. to watch the behind the scenes. Yeah, and it was tripping me out watching it, trying to because there's some part of my brain that is trying to analyze how stuff's done a lot of the time. Um, as much as I try and shut that out, um, I'm thinking, how the fuck did they do this? Like mm. it actually, like a lot of the time, I can sit there and I can predict, like maybe, or this is probably how they, this stuff completely tripped Couldn't me. Like, how out. the hell have they actually done this? But they had, they had to, they, they learned to move in reverse. Well, there and was different. Talk in reverse. They, they, they did like three know. or four different things. There was some scenes were shot actually in reverse, yep. so they were actually talking and moving in reverse. Other scenes were shot. For, like in moving like forward. moving forward, but then rewound. Yep. Other stuff there was like people moving forward while people were moving back, and then there's just other stuff where they had to use CGI. I to think there wasn't there wasn't there parts where they filmed it in reverse. Like yeah, they, they filmed ran, it in ran, reverse. Ran, yeah, ran yeah, yeah. The cameras backwards. Ran the cameras and backwards. Played, played it forward. So there's like all these different ways they did it, so that when you're watching the film, you just don't understand how it's been done. Yeah. it's been done so many different ways. Yeah. Anyway, I loved it. The effects were brilliant. It was amazing. I they were great. Explosions. Really enjoyed and it. Battle scenes and ah, uh, don't want to ruin anymore. But yeah. I'm sure everyone's seen it by now. It's been out for almost a year. Um, DC animated movies. I've been watching a couple. I, I was talking about this last week. I wanted to buy a couple of them because they were on sale and ended up buying like almost all of them. Exactly right. <laughs> so I've started, I've started trying to watch them. Oh, I just need this one. Uh, this one, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll get this one too. Oh, oh I might as well get that. Oh, bugger it. Let's I'll buy the big box set too. <laughs> Why not? Um, because I know that if I get them, I will want them all anyway. Yeah. So I just bought them all at once. There's like a Superman box set I still need to get too. So this has almost kind of spawned off the back of the Superman video, I think, where I was just thinking about it. And this was like, oh, this is the time to just get them. Um, so I've started on two, which are apparently not two of the best ones, but we watched them because it was later in the evening and we just wanted something that was like 60, 70 minutes to watch. And then the two Superman Batman ones, Public Enemies and Apocalypse. I thought they were fun. I enjoyed them. Mm. You watched them. Yep. You liked them. Yeah. What you saw of them. Yeah. You fell asleep fell a few asleep. times. Yeah. <laughs> Put them on later. It was oh, late, I've yeah. been busy and... But they were all right. They were fun, more yeah. vibrant. A lot of them apparently I really... I love the animation on it. Yeah, really good. As I said to you, I said, I can get, it, get right into this yeah. animation. Yeah. I enjoyed it. So they were they were a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and it's almost anime to some... Yeah, well, it's... It's got, not, not anime, but it's... Yeah, well, it's got that... You know, the, the ones we watched anyway, it's got that really angular design yeah. and then it utilises that limited animation, which is less... They do less frames per yeah. second, so it's really jolty which is what a lot of anime does yeah. because anime, they do so many episodes, like hundreds of episodes in a season. Where the face stands still and the yeah. mouth moves. Yeah, and yeah. They, will, they will need to utilise limited animation and that stuff to be able to make so many mm. of them. Um, and these things, obviously, they're on a lower budget because they're straight to DVD, so they utilise the um, limited animation. But they're fun, those two. But apparently there's a couple of Batman ones which are really good. Uh, Dark Knight Returns, I think they're called, which are apparently someone said to me it's my favourite Batman movie ever, like full stop. So I'm looking forward to oh, watching those right. ones. Um, as far as like television, um, well, why, why not start with Harley Quinn? Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Start with Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Isn't this that is a piece of work? So good. Oh, she's a piece of yeah. work. <laughs> this is uh, a series that was made for DC Universe, I think. It was like... Um, a streaming service for DC films and stuff over in the States. They discontinued it now because of HBO Max and it's moved across to HBO Max for a third season. And the Warner Archive, which is like an offshoot company of the Warner Brothers Home Media, who handle a lot of like more obscure titles, yep. like a lot of the older films that are coming out, Warner Archive will 
press the discs and most of them are like made on demand. So you will order it and they will print as many as has been ordered. Yeah. Um, and this Harley Quinn show, a lot of the DC animated stuff comes through the archive collection. So they did the Harley Quinn show first two seasons, uh, 30 bucks it cost me. So I thought the mm. more archive ones are usually a little bit expensive yeah. because of what they are because they're premium or, you know, whatever, have to be made on demand and stuff. Um, but I thought it was quite cheap for two seasons, 30 bucks. So I'll buy it while it's there. And we've watched probably five episodes at the time of recording mm. this. Really enjoying yeah. it. So much yeah. fun. And Kaylee, what's her name? Kaylee Choco. Choco, yeah. Whatever her name is. Yeah. She's fantastic. She's great. She's really, really good. good. Yeah. I wasn't sure because I'm not a huge Big Bang Theory fan. Yeah. You like it. Um, I wasn't sure, but she's but it, but it was, really good. It was funny watching the first couple. I thought, I know the, why do I know the voice? It's like <laughs> I could, I could, I, I could, you know, I could pick out, pick the voice and think, yeah. but I couldn't work out who it mm. was. And then, yeah. And then when you know who it is, you think, oh, yeah, yeah. there are only certain tones you hear in a voice. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. her. And the rest of it you can't really tell. Yeah. And who's the other bird? Lake, Lake, Bell. Lake Bell. Yeah. She's good too. She's, yeah, really she, good. I love, I like Bell. Oh, sure. The whole cast's great. It's just yeah. really – it's the first MA series that Warner Animation has done. So it's F-bombs every oh, yeah. third word. There's um, sex jokes. There's um, – uh, like incredible, violent, incredibly violent. Yeah. She snaps guys' arms in half, and yeah. it's just so stabs, fun. Stabs some bloke in the eye. Yeah, it's just, oh, it's just over the. It's on. overboard. It's, it's really on. overboard. It's almost like if you'd imagine like a Family Guy, it, it, like a DC version of like a Family Guy, but yeah. almost on steroids. Yeah, sort of thing. It's pretty full on. Really enjoying. Good fun that. though. Really enjoying that. Yeah. So I would say check it out if you. And again, the animation. It. The animation's great. Oh, on the animation's it, so. gorgeous on that. But that's like a, a smoother animation yeah. too. They've obviously got a larger budget for yeah. that. Colors are great. The Blu-ray's really nice. Yeah. Really nice. I think the third season of that drops on HBO Max sometime this year. Um. So hopefully they do, they do a Blu-ray of that one too. Um. Oh, there's um, another cartoon evolution. Or pop culture evolution. Well, yeah, it's interesting because Harley Quinn, the character, actually came from the Batman the Animated Series. Oh. She was created for Batman the Animated Series. So she's a character that's not come from comics but has Mm. become so popular. They created her as a one-off character. They needed like a – for one episode, they needed a a female – like partner for the Joker that he yeah. treats bad or whatever for yeah. any reason, uh, for whatever the reason was in that in that episode, and she was so popular they just kept writing her in and writing her in, and she became this mm. was a huge wow. character now. Yeah, so that would be an interesting one to dive in, like a yeah. short pop culture evolution yeah, short. That'd be good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a really good show. Check that one out if if you can. Um, other television, uh, we've been watching one called Intelligence. It's a British show. It's got Nick Mohammed yeah. and David Schwimmer in it. Not really sure about it. Yeah, I don't know. It's only six episodes. It's like a two-hour runtime or something to put on. Yeah, it's, you don't have to think about. And yeah, it's got some pretty puerile humor and yeah, it's all that um, sort of stuff. A Sky TV, I think it was British thing. It's just been released on DVD from my friends over at Via Vision. That one come from yeah. Um, it's it's fun, but it's not. It's not like hilarious. Um, the like the the it's got a very British humor about it's it. It's very British. It's very dry. Um, both of them are really great. The leads, Nick Muhammad. Well, he wrote it. Um, and he created it, and he's in it. And then, of course, David Schwimmer, who really hasn't done much since Friends, mm. other than direct stuff. Doesn't have to. He has paid a exactly right today for that. Um, it's good, but it's not. I don't think it's 
fantastic. No, it's just something to put on when you don't want to think. Like exactly really. right. It's enjoyable. Yeah, it's okay. It's fun. It's 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 something that feels like it's not really getting going until these last couple of episodes. Yeah. I think they're doing a second season. I'm not sure, but I'll watch a second season. But, like, yeah. it's something you can put on. It's a two-hour runtime. You watch it as, for, a, like, a movie. Yeah, when you say two-hour runtime, it's for the whole series. For the whole series, yeah, not each episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, as, as a whole, like, there's six episodes. It's um, it's That's, two hours and 12 minutes all yeah, up. about 23-minute episodes or something. Yeah. Two, two, so you could put it on and just, like, watch it as a movie sort of thing. Uh, um, but, yeah, it's just something easy to watch that we've watched that we've put on, and it's all right. It's nice. It's, it's about probably what I expected from it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be a bit right. Uh, now, won't spend too much talking about this, but uh, WandaVision, because I spoke about it last week, uh, you were like really on the fence with this program at the beginning. Yep. Um, actually, before we do that, because that'll segue into something else. Before we do that, let's do... Deadwood Update, yes! Oh, my God, get ready, guys. Oh, it's just so good, right? Okay, We so haven't watched any of them. We haven't watched any of them, <laughs> yeah. Well, the la- I was going to say, the last... Time we spoke about watching Deadwood was episode 14, so like nine episodes back. Wow, that's December 7, 2021. We haven't watched a single episode in like three months, over three months. Wow, Uh, in that episode, we'd only watched watched one in that episode, yeah. Um, but we but we have got it, we have got a good update though, yeah. We've um, we've realized that we can't binge watch it, yeah. We need to watch one episode at a time, yeah, and probably. One, maybe two episodes a week at the yeah. most. Well, yeah, we've got to just set a night where you go, all right, it's Deadwood night. And get, in that, get, one get in that mind frame of like how you watch, how you used to watch Tally or what, what we were yep. doing with WandaVision. All right, Friday night, WandaVision's on. All right, oh, Tuesday night, Deadwood's on. Yep. Okay, so we put the episode of Deadwood on and that's how we're going to get through it. So starting next week. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll try and do an episode a week. We've got to get yeah. through it because I'm, I'm not going to go back and no, start it all no over way. again. We've well, only got a few episodes left of season three. So that just leaves – sorry, season two. So that just leaves season three, which is probably, what, 12 episodes or something? Something like that. And then the movie yeah. as well. So we're nearly there. Yeah. We're nearly And then there. when it's done, I'm going to throw the bloody discs away. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just <laughs> so boring. <laughs> Maybe season three gets better again. Yeah. Who knows? For those who – but I doubt it. That's why it got axed. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly right. You realise now why it got axed, even yeah. though everyone loved it so much. Yeah. Um. For that, I should have said at the beginning. For those who have only just started listening, um, this Deadwood is a show that we've been trying to watch for like five or six years, longer probably, and we've started multiple times, two or three times, and we're just like we're adamant we're going to so get through this. Oh, you got a new Deadwood hat. So I've got one for. Yeah, you got one now too. Right there we go. We've both got Deadwood hats. <laughs> Dreadful. How stupid does that look? Really stupid. Um, anyway, so yeah, we'll 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 get it done. We'll, we'll have to get it done. It's been a long time coming. Yep. Um, WandaVision, right? So you were someone who was on the fence with this at the beginning. You were one of those people who didn't really like the first few episodes. Um, it was um, uh, something that just didn't really click with you. Hmm. And then no. as the show went on, you got it more got, into yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It got better as it went along. How did you feel at the end? Finally, it's finally finished. Well, firstly, what did, what were your thoughts on the finale? And secondly, what were your thoughts on like the show as a whole? Uh, I think as a as a whole, I finished up enjoying it. Yeah. As a as a what would you call it as a 
um, I guess one piece. Like yeah, a, so as a not an ensemble, what would you call it? As a, as, as a yeah, I know what you're trying to say. I um, can't think of the word. As a so so as a, as a collection, as, as a whole a, piece, as, yeah. as a whole piece, as a as a whole yeah, completed yeah. piece. I, I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, but that first three or four episodes were just oh, doing my head in. Yeah, and I just I just thought, oh, I used to watch crap like this when I was bloody ten years old. I don't need to be watching this. But it turned out really good. And but the finale for me, I don't know. I, I Mixed thoughts about it, whether I enjoyed it or not. Mm. Um, I mean, I enjoy I enjoyed watching it, but but whether it was too predictable, yeah, I don't know. Well, a lot of people have been, as happens all the time, when people have wild theories and stuff. Yeah. And I've been saying I don't get into the. I really, rarely do I get into like theory talk and stuff because we've yeah. seen with stuff like the Last Jedi where people had like these wild theories that were going to happen and then nothing happened yeah. and they went fucking crazy and yeah. you know this whole toxic culture that spawned essentially from the back of that but really has existed for, for years before, but it's really just come to the surface. Um, I just don't like getting involved in it because it always just ends in... I, like, I'm not one who, who will come up with a theory and then get pissed off that that happened. I'm one who's actually happy that that hasn't happened because it wasn't predictable. Yeah. Um, but I just don't like getting involved in that whole world of speculation and stuff anymore because it's not fun at the end of the day when people no, just that's right. start acting like big babies. Um, so, but WandaVision was something that I actually got really into because it was just this whole, uh, like I've been saying, like this cultural conversation sparked from it that we yeah. haven't had from a television oh, yeah, show right. for a long time. Yeah. And um, it's talking to other... cooler talk. Yeah, yeah, the water cooler talk. Yeah. And like this group of YouTubers that I've got involved with, these really wonderful people, um, they, um, like we've done a few live streams together and stuff on, on their channels and um, just talking about theories and speculating. And like I've said, I'm in a group chat with them, which is constantly going off with with stuff. Um, so I really got into into it all. But yeah, a lot of people who had theories, like really none of these things that people were theorising happened. Um, a lot of people felt that the last episode was rushed. Yeah, that's that what it I felt. was that a lot of things wrapped up either too neatly or just wrapped up really um, underwhelmingly. Yep, totally agree. Um, and this one I felt too with the show. Yeah, the last episode just felt like something was off. There was something that was just didn't feel like it landed quite right. That, that's that's what for me. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a bit in two minds about yeah. whether. Whether whether they cleaned things up too neatly yeah. or whether they didn't clean things up enough or yeah. whether it felt like it was rushed or whatever, mm. it's just... Well, there's always going to be plot points that get picked up in a future Marvel film. Yeah. So, like, for example, this here has picked up on plot threads that were opened up in Age of Ultron. Yeah, Back right. like yeah, yeah. six, seven years ago, however long ago that movie was. So naturally there's always going to be open, what a lot of people are calling plot holes. Aren't really plot holes, they're just opening up for the next film. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I personally felt like uh, that stuff aside, it was I always felt like it was just a little underwhelming. Things just wrapped up a little too easily or not at all properly. We do have an explanation though. Mm. Two of the show, well, the showrunners, the director, the writer... Um, uh, Matt Shackman, who's the director from the show, and Jack Schaefer, who's like head writer on the show, have been speaking. Now they're allowed to kind of talk out the show's finished, yep. so you can go on shows and talk stuff quite um, honestly. Um, Matt Shackman spoke with Kevin Smith on his Fat Man Beyond podcast. 
Um, and uh, he and Schaefer both spoke to comicbook.com and it was sort of addressed like um, talking about the finale, uh, kind of put to them like, well, everything felt a little bit open-ended. What, what, is there any reason why, you know, things wound up the way they did? Very simple, so, uh, very simple explanation. COVID. Uh, they were deep. They had filmed the entire series and were deep into filming the last episode when LA went to lockdown. Oh, really? Yeah. I uh, could explain a bit. Now, this was originally supposed to come out after Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, and Falcon and the Winter Soldier had only shot like half the season by the time the lockdown came. Um, but WandaVision was almost complete, so they swapped the release orders of them. Um, here's just a few quotes. So Shackman was talking to Kevin Smith and he said, we wrapped filming in Atlanta and the pandemic hit. Uh, hit. We ended up having several months off, uh, so they made some further changes to the episode. They were doing post-production and then ideas would come up and changes would happen. So he's talking about, like, while it's all happening, they're, they're actually changing things yep, in the script yep. and stuff. Uh, we shot two-thirds of the show in Atlanta and then obviously when the pandemic hit, um, they'd finished in Atlanta and then they moved to L.A., um, and uh, this comicbook.com article mentions that um, before following their plans and moving it to LA, the pandemic shut things down for an uncertain amount of time. Some elements of the finale pardon me, uh, episode were shot in Atlanta prior to the shutdown, but the majority of the show's final third was still to be shot. Shackman mm. says the third in Los Angeles was during the pandemic. We weren't in the middle of shooting. What we did then was thanks to Marvel and Disney and the amazing tech people, Within a week or two, they had set up virtual editing. We pivoted to post-production, pretty quickly went deep into post-production. They finished VFX and all that kind of stuff. So they went away from filming and they tried to wrap up, like get some visual effects stuff done. Um, uh, Schaefer says, because of the delay, there was a lot of fine-tuning with the logic of the finale. Uh, so obviously there were things they couldn't shoot because they'd been shut down um, and they had to start shifting focus from different characters, changing up plot points in the episode, wrap something up. Uh, so a lot of things, obviously, they just had to deal with the footage they had or there were larger set pieces that they just logistically couldn't film in a lockdown. So they had to change quite a lot of the last episode. Um, so they said the finale shifted quite a bit. Um, it was mostly action set pieces that left it, uh, that lifted or that shifted. Uh, there were plans to give Monica Rambeau a bigger role in the finale. Mm. Um, so obviously she's become like the uh, superhero at this point. She's got her powers and stuff. She was supposed to take part in the like big action sequences, but she kind of felt a little open-ended, a little like underutilized maybe. You have characters like Darcy Oliver, the character, um, played by Kat Dennings. Yep. Um, uh, she was in it for like – she had one line in the episode. So obviously there was supposed to be more with her yeah, that they couldn't yeah, do. Uh. Um, because the pandemic hit and there yep. were things that they just they couldn't do. Um, the this is this uh, this is quite a lengthy quote here from Shackman. He says we did have something planned for Senor Scratchy, which was the rabbit, uh, which we ultimately couldn't do because the finale had so many different chess pieces. We had a whole sequence where Darcy, Monica, Ralph meet up with the kids who were un- underutilized in the episode as well. They're in Agatha's house and I think that maybe they should steal the dark hold from the basement, which is that. Book of like dark evil, 
Um, because the kids had seen it down there when they were being held hostage. They go down to get the book, and as they reach out to get the book, the rabbit hops up in front of the book, and they're like, oh, it's Senior Scratchy, he's the best, and they reach over to uh, to scratch him, and he hisses, and there's an American werewolf in London-type transformation where the rabbit turns into a big demon. He says, like, a, a big Goonies set piece ensues while they're trying to escape from the rabbit. They shot this, but they didn't get to finish the VFX on it. Yeah, he said it was a great, great sequence, super fun. Everyone was great in it. We ended up moving it aside because it was a huge detour in the middle of everything and they couldn't get the VFX done. Um, they said, yeah, so it was this, the whole, the pandemic hit right as I had like a third left to shoot mm. and either stuff either didn't get shot, stuff got retooled, uh, some things they couldn't even get the VFX done on. Uh, there was something else I, I read that they, initially they had planned to release the first three episodes at once. This is something that's been brought up before because media who got screeners got the first three episodes and it makes sense to watch those first three episodes a whole because it goes from your... Um, um, like your sitcom-y things, and yeah. then by the end of the third episode, it's opened up to the real world. You understand where the show's going to go. And people were going, why? Like it makes sense for the press to get the three episodes, but why did we only get two as like a general audience? Um, well, the initial plan was to have the three episodes drop at once. Oh, really? Yeah, but because of all the stuff that happened with the last episode, they didn't think they'd have the last episode done in time. So they so they gave themselves that extra week oh. as opposed to do three at once and then have a week where there's a break between the second last and the last episode. They finished the finale two weeks before, so it's like three weeks ago. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> so it's, cut them a bit of slack in that case. But yeah, exactly right. So yeah, a little bit of understand a, why big piece, uh, you know, parts of it felt unfinished. Yeah. Because exactly they, basically because they were. It's funny because it's a shame. Yeah, I know. I would have really loved to see what they could have done with it. Maybe, I don't know, maybe they'll go back and add some stuff and, uh, like, Disney Plus has done it. Is it only one season thing or are they Yeah, it's, like a, it's just a what do you call it, limited, limited series. Limited. But she'll spin off into, like, Doctor Strange and whatever else. Oh, right. Um, but, yeah, Disney, Disney have actually, there were, like, a couple of mistakes in episodes of The Mandalorian. There was one episode where it was, like, a crew member just chilling in the background of, like, this big battle scene, this guy in, like, jeans and a T-shirt. Um, and everyone like obviously noticed it, so Disney went back and painted, painted him out, out and then re-uploaded the episode. So it's not there now. So people are now speculating maybe they can, maybe they've got a little bit, bit of extra time, maybe they can you know, just they can fix a few re- things. Yeah. Who knows? But that's but that's something about streaming that is like a possibility. Like, or we can just go back and fix something, yeah, and upload it, and no one will notice. Or you know, or here's like a extended version of the finale. Who knows? I doubt they'll do that, but it's um. That's a possibility, but anyway, um, but it was kind of like the third episode of the uh, so the third season of The Crown. Um, they were nearly finished shooting when the pandemic hit, and they didn't roll cameras again. So apparently, there are there were a bunch of scenes that didn't get shot, but they made it work without them. Cool, yeah, it's great. God, how did they do that? Yeah, don't know. But he said the uh, writer of it, I can't remember the guy's name, um, but he said that um. Some of the it was like a lot of it was really minuscule. A lot of the big set pieces had been done, and he said a lot of the stuff that if you didn't know, you probably shouldn't notice that the stuff's missing. He says mm-hmm. I I noticed that it's missing, but you shouldn't. And it was a pretty decent season. Like you yeah. don't watch yeah. it and think it feels incomplete, no, like the WandaVision yeah. episode. 
Uh, but yeah, you do have to cut them some slack on that because obviously they just did what they could do and they mm. had to completely reshape it and it almost fell with a bit of a, a thud. That's a real as shame. As a result, yeah. Real shame. Uh, because it's such a great build-up and then it kind of fizzled out in that yeah. last episode. But Because that last two or three episodes leading up to the finale, yeah. it was really, yeah, it felt it was, was really big. building. And, yeah, and then it just sort well, of... The finale is going to be huge, you know, obviously. It's fizzled a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, so, I, so I felt a little incomplete. And yeah. Whatever. Talking of, of Disney, um, they had their annual meeting of the shareholders this week. Just a couple of just bits and pieces of just um, essentially what they do. They do the big shareholder meeting at the end yeah. of the year, which was last, like December, and they do all the big announcements. This one is where they get like on a Zoom call with or an audio call with all their investors, shareholders, whoever gets the link to it, and you can ask them questions or whatever, and they will announce a few smaller things. Just a few little bits have come out of that. Um, someone, uh, they were asked about Black Widow. Is that holding its date? That's supposed to be out next month. Um, and, yes, apparently that's holding its date and it's going to cinemas and not going to Disney+. Plus. Ooh. So they're adamant on that, that that's what? going to cinemas, yes. Nice um, to hear. But apparently Kevin Feige and the team at Marvel have been vehemently against it going to Disney+. Plus. So it seems like it's a battle that they may have won. Hope so. Um, but it's cutting it real fine. It's out in Australia at the end of April, but it's out in um, in the US um, in May, like early May. Uh, but it's cutting it very fine to go, oh, yeah, we're dumping it on Disney Plus at this point. Mm. I received a release schedule from Disney Australia this week, and it's still on the release schedule uh, for Australia uh, for good. cinemas. So good. it should hopefully be opening in cinemas, which will be good. Um, uh, Disney Plus has hit 100 million subscribers in only 15 months. Oh. <sighs> Really? Yeah. In 2019, Hollywood Reporter estimated they would have 100 million subs by 2025. God. So they've undercut that by four years. Four and a half years. Jesus. Jesus. Um, So I, I wonder if maybe the pandemic had like a positive effect on that, whether stuff like Mulan and Soul going to it. Why do you think it? they rushed stuff out? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so I feel like on some level, maybe that's ex- uh, expedited it, the the growth of it. Yeah, I would, think, I would things, think that'd be the case. Big things dropping like that. Um, but then also you've got huge content like, well, really, not really. Other than Mandalorian and WandaVision, they haven't had that much huge content. A lot of the films that no. like original films, if you don't count Soul or Mulan or Hamilton, things are supposed to go to cinemas. The movies haven't been big. They've been like mm. TV films. Yep. Um, so I feel like, yeah, the pandemic had like a real positive effect on that. Um, last November, actually, so I said in 2019 they predicted they'd have 100 million by 2025. Last November they then predicted they'd have almost 200 million by 2025. I reckon it'll be before that. Oh, no doubt. Oh, smash it, man. They're, no they're doubt. huge. It's a, such a huge... Um, it's just a juggernaut, isn't it? Yeah. Um, they've also announced Bob Chapek, who is now the CEO of Disney. He's taken over from Bob Iger. Um, he's said 100 pieces. They are aiming for 100 pieces of original content per year. Wow. For Disney+. Plus. That's a lot. Yeah. Now, a few people have raised an eyebrow because... Crappy Christmas films. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, because Bob Iger, his... Um, uh, what do you call it? Like, his his plans have always been... Quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. And that's been his whole thing over his entire career. It's worked. And, yeah. 
and he even came out a couple of years ago. Disney Plus, it's going to be quality over quantity. We're not going to just have so much shit coming out. Obviously, that's not his quote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, That'll be a good quote, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, we got so much shit coming yeah. out. <laughs> but he was always like, yeah, it's going to be quality over quantity. And now whether this is under... But he's been... Uh, I, I don't know, because he's been very... He's still very involved there at the moment. Um, and he's still very, very involved in what Chapik is doing. And he's been still running the film side of things, I feel. Um, they did announce in this as well that... Bob Iger will be leaving the company completely at the end of this year. So after December, he'll be gone. Was he supposed to be on longer than that, though, originally? <gasps> I, can't rem- I can't remember, but I know he'd left a few years ago as CEO and then he came yeah, back he came in. came back, that's right. Um, but he was supposed to be there just sort of in the background, just sort mm. of doing things, and then he, he took his older role back essentially without the title. Um, but now he's leaving completely at the end of December, just gone. Um, and Chapek is here now to run the game. Uh, but, yeah, the interesting thing is Bob Iger was always quality over quantity. Now you've got Chapek in there who's going, we're going to have 100 shows every single year. So it's almost like a real stark difference between that. But, of course, Bob Chapek's background, uh, we spoke about this in the past, is in is in consumer product. Yeah. So he's always been in, like, merchandising and marketing, marketing with the parks yeah. and stuff. So obviously you bring this guy in. Um, it makes sense, though, when they're, they're, they're killing up with Disney Plus, is get this marketing guy in who is going to be able to shape this as essentially mm. um, it's the way it's the way that Disney Plus is being run now is, um, or even just Disney as a whole, the entertainment side is very, um, like, franchise-focused and it makes sense to get this uh, marketing guy in yeah. to do it. Yep. Uh, anyway, exactly his, right. his quote was, the enormous success of Disney Plus um, has inspired us to be even more ambitious and to significantly increase our investment in the development of high-quality content. We see our target of 100-plus new titles per year, which includes Disney Animation, live, uh, Disney Live Action, Marvel, Star Wars, National Geographic. So it could be that there's going to be a bunch of like little documentaries and stuff, Nat Geo documentaries. They've done a lot of fluffier pieces on like Disney fluffy pieces. Like there's a cooking show and there's like craft shows for kids and stuff. So it might be a lot of stuff like that. Uh, but then this year we've got WandaVision, we've got the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we've got Loki. Um, I can't remember if Hawkeye is this year or maybe next year, but there's a bunch of these Marvel shows. We've already had Mandalorian. We're getting another, like, a Star Wars animated show um, after Falcon and the Winter Soldier, getting some other, oh, the Boba Fett show at the end of the year. Um, so it's just going to be just constant stream of shit from Disney+. Plus. Mm. Uh, I can't wait for it, but I just hope that they just keep that quality yeah. sort of in mind yeah, exactly when they're right. doing it. Uh, but the production budget is uh, is going up. So the content budget is going up from eight billion to nine billion, which has doubled the original four billion dollar projection that they had wow. for twenty twenty four. So there's a lot of money God. being thrown into it. So the quality should hopefully be there. So if they stretch that across across all these things, like these one um, uh, Marvel and Star Wars shows, are made on hundred million dollar budgets, which is almost a budget of a mm. feature film anyway. So, yeah. um, but they, doing this, maybe these shows will get even bigger budgets. No, oh, hopefully. Know? So hopefully, just as long as they keep that quality, they've got to keep the quality. Yeah, it's going to going to be a fine line, I think. And don't oversaturate the market. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's, it. that's a that's huge the big risk. problem. I'm I'm worried. Like Black Widow, uh, Shang Chi, The Eternals. The three films we're getting this year, yeah. on top of like the four or five Disney Plus series. Mm. And then you get this every year. There's going to be four movies and like five series hitting from Marvel alone every year. It's getting me a bit worried. I'm really excited about everything, but it is a little worrying. 
And I've said in the past, it's very overwhelming to think about it. Mm. Just to think about the amount of content you'll be consuming. The amount of people they're employing to do oh, it. I know. Well, they said with this, with this, they are obviously having, they, they will be employing more people. So it's creating more jobs, <laughs> which is great at this point. Oh, exactly. This right. moment. Yeah. Um, and like you get Disney, you get Pixar, you get Marvel, you get Star Wars. They're all operating as their own individual companies under this umbrella. So it's not like, oh, they've done five Marvel shows. Why can't we get five Disney live action shows, right? Because they're operating on their own different level. Because one company does one thing doesn't mean that you're not getting it from the other company. Um, mm. I think it's a good way to deal with that. But it's going to be interesting to see how we get, where we go forward in Disney+. Plus. I've been a big advocate and I will be a big advocate uh, as long as this quality is still there. Yeah. Um, right. And right now I think this is the best bloody streaming service, particularly in countries that have Disney Plus Star, which have just added yeah, hundreds right. yeah. of new titles. Yeah. Like this is easily the best streaming service on the market right now if you're looking at like the international version of uh, Disney Plus. Sorry, I've just got a call that I have to take. you got a phone call. All right. All right, so I'll, I'll continue by myself while he goes off to take a phone call. Um and um, what do we got? Uh, Disney is throwing me on a little. Okay, so uh, on the back of this, the Disney Plus um, sort of thing, the Disney investor meeting, there's another announcement, which was Disneyland is reopening in late April. Um, so they reckon it can open by early April uh, due to 200 million LA locals getting the vaccine, but it's going to take a few weeks for Disney to like re uh, restaff and get the operations back up and running and um, and all that kind of stuff. So by the end of April, they do plan to have Disneyland back open, which is going to be awesome for all the uh, LA natives out there uh, because that's been closed for a year now. Uh, very sad. But this will get a lot of people back in jobs. They're going to start restaffing, um, getting the operations back up. People are going to be able to get back to Disneyland, which uh, Disneyland's opening at the end of April. He's back. I'm back. Yeah, I muted you because I'm back. I, could, I could hear you. Oh, could you? Yeah. Oh. Um, so, yeah, so Disneyland is going to open at the end of April, which which is really good for those um, California natives who have been missing their Disney Disneyland fix. Very good. Sorry, I lost you. I lost you there. Sorry, Disneyland. Just talking about oh, Disneyland. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah. Okay, so... So uh, when are they opening again? <clears throat> April. End of April, that's yeah. That's right, yeah. Right, so... But it's not. It's not a full... Opening or is it just... I've been over all this while you are on the yeah, phone. Yeah, no, no. I know. Opened at the... It, they can open in April... But they aren't opening until they're not opening doors to the public until the end of April, right? Because it'll take a month or a few weeks to get Limited the operations. Capacity. Probably, yeah. I imagine. Uh, but it'll take a while for them to get those balls rolling again and get people hired and get the operations going. They're going to have to give the rides. Uh, I'm sure there's probably been people there maintaining the rides and all that stuff. Uh, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, Disneyland end of April, very exciting. Um, rolling back to kind of streaming service stuff, there was a, a, a poll held by the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, 2,200 US adults uh, based on what Americans want from streaming. Um, and they say a streaming service looking to stand out from the competition and attract subscribers has one clear path based on this study offer day and date movies. Mm. That's what people want now. Yep, exactly right. The path taken by WarnerMedia's HBO Max has caused a backlash within Hollywood from filmmakers and theatre chains, yet it may be what the public is looking for. New films drive purchase consideration for potential subscribers. A pair of Hollywood Reporter uh, polls finds in one survey of the 2,200 people conducted uh, that 25 to 28 uh, of, of people with... No, conducted between February 25 and 28, 90% of people who subscribe to HBO Max said they'd be more likely to try a purchase 
subscription to a streaming service if it included newly released films same day that they're in theatres for no extra cost, which is what HBO Max is mm. doing. Uh, meanwhile, 64% of people who are not HBO Max subscribers said the same. It's mm, interesting. Yeah. So we argue, you know, you argue, you yeah. have the conversations about what does audience want? Do audience want to get back into the cinemas? Are they happy with streaming? They don't give a shit now. No, they, they don't just, care. They're used to it now. They've had a year now. It's yep. funny, like we've charted this entire podcast has been like we started at the beginning of the pandemic really and we've really charted the change yeah, exactly. in cinema, in the yeah. cinematic landscape over this yep. podcast and it's gone from no, no gee, keep yeah. dying the movies, I want to see it in theatres to oh, yeah, I think I'll watch it at I'll home. I'll just watch it at home, yeah. and now it's like, oh, fuck that, I'm not going back to a cinema. Yeah. Now, 90% of people would get HBO Max because it's a movie same day. What does that tell you? That tells you these 90% of the people would rather watch the movie same day at home than in a cinema. Mm, confirms what we were saying earlier, weeks ago, about yeah. cinemas closing. Yeah. That not all cinemas yeah. will survive this, and some will close, and That's the same some thing. will stay open. Yeah. Obviously, there'll, be, there'll still be a market for it, mm-hmm. but... It's a it's a real shame. It's a real yeah. sad state of affairs. Very sad. I don't like to be a doomsdayer, but it just but it's the, the way but things it's a fact. It's an unfortunate. That's reality. what's going to happen. And like like we've you been know. saying, you know, this is something that that Hollywood has been wanting to do for a long time, and this pandemic has given them a chance to just do it. Yeah, and it's right. bloody paid off. People are yep. used to it now after a year. Yep, I'd rather watch SpongeBob three on uh, Paramount Plus than go sit theater to see. Yeah. You know, sort of thing. Get it for free well, on the streaming particularly service. Particularly for parents, for stuff That's like that. That's what I mean, yeah. Well, you know, oh, come people come taking the, their kids to the cinema. Their kids to the cinema, $200. Yeah, exactly right. Um, there was a similar a, a similar um, poll held for Paramount Plus, actually. Um, when was this one done? This was done uh, mid-Feb. Just sort of asking about, you know, what would help American persuade Americans to subscribe to Paramount Plus. Uh, 32%... Um, of people were um, were very unlikely to subscribe to Paramount Plus, uh, whereas ten percent were very likely to subscribe to Paramount Plus. Twenty two people had no opinion. Sorry, twenty two percent of people had no opinion, um, and then there was like thirty forty odd percent were unlikely, yep. or somewhat likely. But when the question was raised, would you be more likely to subscribe to Paramount Plus if the service included access to the following new movies? 35% said, yes, I'd be more likely if you give me Mission Impossible 7 day and date. 34% of people said, yes, I'll, uh, I'll subscribe if you give me Top Gun Maverick. And it kind of breaks it down on a bunch of other movies as well. Um, and then TV shows and stuff, they, they talk about a bit about TV and stuff. But it looks like this audience is really gravitating towards, yeah, Mm. I will subscribe to your service if you give me movies yep. day and date yep. because it's what I like. I prefer it. Mm. Crazy. Death of cinema. Oh, very sad. Uh, very sad. This is a, not one last piece. You, 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 we go back to yeah. the whole thing where you know, people are used to watching things on their fucking phone now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? oh, yeah, people don't care. People watch them. No. Mum watched a movie a few weeks ago, a movie that was on Apple TV on her phone. I was like, what are you Did doing? She? Yes. I was like, you can stream this to the television. She's like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> that, is that Bill I mean, Murray? I watch a lot of stuff on my phone, but it's yeah, just but little it's like, short five-minute Yeah, like disposable stuff, yeah, like exactly YouTube right. clips, like the yeah. stuff I do, or like um, you know, cat videos or just something yeah. crap that you found on Facebook. Yeah, that's um, right. But like people, people don't care. People will watch a movie on a phone. Yeah. Mum was sitting there watching, there was that Bill Murray one. On the Rocks, whatever it's called, the Rashida Jones. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, she watched the whole film on her phone. Oh my 
film. Yeah, so there you go. Couldn't watch a whole film. No. Um, lastly, piece of news. <laughs> depends what... Um, depends who you are, whether this is funny or not. Um, I think this was not very funny for Warner Brothers. This is very funny for a lot of other people. Uh, the Snyder Cut, of course, uh, of Justice League, is supposed to land on HBO Max on the 18th. Um, but for about two hours a couple of days ago, somehow, if you clicked on the Tom and Jerry movie, the new Tom and Jerry film, it would yeah. play the Snyder Cut. Oh, really? Yeah. So something happened. How the hell did they Wires do that? got crossed or someone did it purposely or... Um, who knows? I wasn't explained how it's happened, but you go to you went to click on Tom and Jerry, and the Snyder Cut was playing. People, there were people who got two hours into the film, um, and and then the feed just got cut. So it wasn't wow. wasn't like you could be watching it and then you just watch it to the end. Once Warner Brothers cut the feed to that title, it was it. No one could. Um, it's a four hour film. Um, but yeah, people got. There were some people. Who got up to two hours into it? Warner's um, or HBO Max put out a, a statement on Twitter. It was like, yeah, we we recognise the problem. We got it down within minutes. Well, they didn't because it was up for <laughs> it was up for at least two hours. Wow. Um, yeah. So that's a big cock big? up. Yeah. Big cock I wonder up. How that could happen? But, oh, who knows? I don't know. I don't Disgruntled know how. Disgruntled employee that took a copy and who knows. Knew the code, but this movie's been so. It's been through. It's had trailer leaks. It's had all this other kind of. It's it's had a bad track track record of this kind of stuff. So I'm not too sure. Leaking it himself. Yeah, who knows? (laughs) Oh, I don't. I don't think he'd leak the whole film uh, because like this is his like love letter, his passion project. He's finally getting a chance to you know finish the film that he started, and mm. um, I, I think he, from other interviews and stuff I've read, he's someone who really wants to experience it with the world. So I don't think he would have personally leaked it or anyone from within the production, but it's just a really weird thing to happen. Mm. It could have been as simple as someone accidentally the hyperlink to link the wrong film, link the wrong film to the the play button. Yeah, maybe you know, and it just played the Snyder cut. Um, Somebody got sacked anyway. Oh, surely. <laughs> so whoever <laughs> fucked that up, my God, I thought it was so. It's God. like it's not funny. I mean, for the creatives and stuff involved, but that's just Tom and Jerry. My first thought was because Tom and Jerry's getting absolutely slammed, right? Basically, just people like absolutely ragging on it, yep. and obviously, people that word of mouth would probably mean people aren't watching it now. Oh, let's just uh, let's put the Snyder cut in there. We'd just like bump up views for Tom and Jerry <laughs> for like a couple of hours. No, I'm sure that wasn't the way. Um, but yeah, so, so just I feel really bad for the people who are involved in the film. But it's one of those things you can't help but laugh at. Yeah, like Tom and Jerry of all. Imagine these kids sitting down to watch Tom and Jerry, and then you got fucking Batman like, <laughs> murdering people. <laughs> oh god. god, I know. Oh god, but someone I know was speaking to someone, and he said he pulled it up, and it started playing the Snyder cut, and then immediately went into Tom and Jerry. It was like these birds like singing and stuff. How <laughs> oh, <yeah>, bizarre! <laughs> Weird. God. Weird. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah it, could, it could have been a simple mistake. Who knows? Yeah, probably was. I'm sure it was probably a, ca- a case yeah, exactly. of like accidentally linking like, the wrong film to the link, thing. Yeah. Let's talk about subscriber questions and wrap it out today. I don't want to spend too long. Like we're on an hour and a half today. I think it's a pretty oh, good, yeah, length. Cool. It's good let's length. Let's get. Let's like do rapid fire questions today and just All get right. it out. Uh, this one, actually, sorry, the first question was one that was supposed to be um, 
uh, aimed when I did the show with Austin Burke last week. Yeah, this question was like aimed at I both should have of figured us. Figured that. I'll just kind of do. I'll just read the first. Well, the part. the the the, the, uh, the question was it's from, it's what, from our mate from Pete, Pete Seamos up in up in Sydney. There, okay, Pete, how are you, mate? Patreon supporter. Um, yeah, he's a Patreon. That's mm. right. Um, and a good supporter of the NRL. Yeah. Um, what quintessential Australian movies would you recommend for Austin? Okay, so we'll just turn that into. And then the other part of uh, sorry, the other part of the question was what would he recommend? Yeah. based in Kentucky for yeah. for you. Um, so because Austin's not here, <laughs> we'll but just, he might he might listen to it. So he might listen. So yeah. Austin, if you're listening, okay, or, or other uh, other Americans or anyone international yep. uh, who doesn't know much about Australian cinema or quintessential Australian movies. You would have to like Crocodile They're Dundee. A weird mob. They're a no, I don't <laughs> no, know. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. Yeah, wouldn't go up. there. Um, <laughs> Crocodile Dundee is like quintessential Australian. But if you want to be a bit more serious with it, uh, Two Hands is probably my favourite Australian yep. film. One of my favourite Heath Ledger, yep. very young Heath Ledger, and very young Rose Byrne. That's right. Uh, Brian Brown, of course, yeah, of course the great. He's in every, he's in every <laughs> um, film. Terrific film, like real gangster, like Tarantino-esque kind of thing. Um, another one called Lantana, which has got an enormous Brilliant cast. Film. I love that Brilliant movie. Film. It's a gorgeous um, film. The Palia? Yeah, Anthony The Palia yeah, is in that. And um, Kerry Armstrong and Russell Coit. Uh, what's his name? Um, Glenn Robbins. Um, I can't remember who. Uh, Jeffrey Rush is we in it. Anthony, pa- Anthony The Palia, when he got his first, yeah. his first gig in America, he actually, mm. he actually went into the um, uh, audition doing an mm. American accent. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because he didn't yeah. want them to know he was Australian. Yeah, yeah. crazy. How bizarre is that? Oh, but that movie's amazing. Chopper is like first Chopper. class Australian oh, yeah. cinema. Eric yeah. Banner. Um, I could go on and on, but yeah, there's a lot of great The Dish. Films, the Dish. The Castle. The Castle. The Castle is. No one would get it, though, outside of Australia. It's the, no, it gives you the a good, comedy. It gives you, gives you a good insight to yeah. <laughs> Australians. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Next one. Um, living my life. So living, living my Jeff, oh God, living my Jeff life. He's yep. another patron. Been around for ages. Yeah, no, Jeff. Jeff B. Jeff B. That's right. Yeah. Uh, the movie Rango yep. just hit ten year anniversary. Really, ten year anniversary. Yeah. Wow. The movie Rango just hit ten year anniversary. Yeah. Thoughts on the movie, if you remember it, and if not, would you please revisit it? It's one of yeah. my favourites, and I'll, and and is also one of two movies to dethrone Disney uh, of Best Animated Film in the last 16 mm. years. The other was Into the Spider-Verse. Love it. I love Rango. Yeah, yeah it was really great. Really good film. Yeah. I don't think we've seen That's one with Chameleon, isn't it? Yeah, Johnny Depp. Yeah, It was like right. a Western, like really like – Not keen on really Johnny Western Depp, thing. But, you know. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my favourite. No. But, but it, yeah, it was a good film. Good, yeah, really good film. movie. Really good. I'd have to revisit that one. That was nicely sure. animated as well. Yeah, gorgeous. Really good film. Yeah, really good. Loved it. Loved Rango. So, yeah, you loved it, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, Tusha Sharma, another um, another Patreon. Yeah. Uh, best and worst Nick Cage performance. Well, <laughs> where do you start with bad Nick Cage films? All right, so best. Oh, you've got to start with movies like um, uh, uh, like Conair. Um, oh, I forgot you, he was in Conair. Your favourite, which you watched a few weeks ago. Gone in sixty seconds. Oh yeah, love it. Oh, yeah, um, love it. The Family Man. Good films, yeah, decent Man's performances, film, yeah. bad performances. Well, it's the, like, where do you start? Well, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Ghost Rider for starters. Ghost that awful. was just trash, appalling. But you did not watch Jujitsu. No, I didn't watch. Jiu-Jitsu. Don't. I'm not going to. Gosh, man. <laughs> so he was all he was. I'm. He was terrible in that. Another good one was Kick Ass. 
I don't even remember. Oh, yeah, I do remember him being yeah, in that. that. Was, yeah, that yeah. Was, he was, was very good in that. He was, was very good, good in that. Uh, but, yeah, Jiu-Jitsu was awful. His acting in that was terrible. He was just there to get a paycheck. Again, got nothing against that. You got to put bread on your table. Doesn't yep. matter who you are. Yep. Pick up a paycheck. I think it's great that these got like like him and Bruce Willis are doing like straight to DVD stuff. Fucking go for your life. You've earned it at this point in your career. But this movie was just like he's. You just know he's just yeah, there yeah. for that paycheck, yep. and he's just not even even trying. So that would be like my pick for for worst. That and Ghost Rider probably. Yeah. Or the Wicker Man. Wicker the bees. Man. The, the bees. The bees. The Weatherman. The weather. That was quite good. That was a good one. Um, the Weatherman. Wind Talkers was good. I enjoyed Wind Talkers. Yeah, it was all right. That was okay. Um, but I thought his his better films were around you know around the late yeah mid, like Con Air, Face Off, The Rock, Gone yeah. in sixty seconds, Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes was pretty good. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Oh, and uh, what was that other one? Adap- adaptation. Adaptation. Yeah, really weird. Yeah, it was very film. good in that. Love yeah. that film. Anyway, really good film. anyway, next question. Move on. So yeah. who was that? That was, yeah. That was Tushar uh, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Josh. Mr. Yeah. Josh. Who was your favourite supporting character in the MCU? Anyone who doesn't have superpowers. Mm-hmm. I personally like Lewis. From yeah. Ant- Lewis. Man. Lewis. Yeah. From Ant-Man. Oh. Jesus, one I haven't even really thought about. Someone without powers. Um, Colson. Colson, yeah. He's good. Nick Fury. But is he like a... Oh, no. Trevor. Trevor, yeah. You Trevor. Love Trevor. I love yeah, Trevor. Yeah. <gasps> a lot of people really disagree Trevor, with you on that. Um, I can't remember. Trevor. The Mandalorian. Man, yeah. Not the Mandalorian, the fucking... The, the, the Mandarin. The Mandarin, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's fun. I love, I love Trevor. I love I the love, twist they did on Trevor. that character. A lot love of people, Trevor. a lot of comic book fans will really disagree with you on that. Um, but, yeah, I'd say... Um, oh... Yeah, I like those like comedy side characters and stuff. Happy Hogan, oh yeah, he's good fun. Good, yeah. Like ha- yep. Happy Hogan, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably it. Yeah, uh, Jess Man. What Warner Brother character or characters do you want to see make a cameo in Space oh, Jam? Batman, that'd be awesome. Batman, <laughs> yeah. Superman. I think be, they're going to be, be in good, it. I think they? they are actually going to be in it. Yeah, but oh. that'd be awesome. Walter- oh no, I want to see. I know they're doing a Casablanca. Like thing, I'd love to see like Humphrey Bogart character in that. Be kind of awesome. That'd be so good. Yeah, yeah, that'd be funny. Humphrey Bogart hitting on Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> no, what's uh, her name? Uh, uh, not Jessica Rabbit. Um. Oh, Lola Bunny. Oh, Lola Bunny. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I know what you meant. Um. Okay, Walther Walther Saucer. Yeah, I, I pronounced it right. Yeah. Uh, have you seen movies All like right. this? Ty- is this is a big like? Remember we did this a few weeks ago. He sent in just a bunch of movies. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'll give you a yes or a no. Okay. Have you seen movies like Titan AE? No. Creed? No. Are but we- only because I want to rewatch. I haven't all seen other- Rocky Balboa yet, so yeah. I want to rewatch all the Rockies. And okay, I'm next. Same. Yeah. Original Godzilla. Yes. Turner and Hooch. Yes. Elf. A million times. Of yes. Simpsons movie. Yes. Uncut Gems. No, not yet. Goldfinger, yes. Ex Machina, yes. Sixteen Candles, yes. Demolition Man, uh, no, that's him up pile, I think. That's good. Yeah. Um, Blue Valentine, yes. Blazing Saddles, yeah, brilliant. Uh, Watchmen, yep. Uh, original King Kong, yes. Hunt for Red October, yeah, no, that's the only Jack Ryan one I haven't watched. Oh, really? Yeah, I haven't oh. got to it yet. It's long. That's why I've I think. seen it a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, Jingle All the Way, absolutely, of a million course, times every yeah. year. The The French Connection, no, it's in my pile. That's a good film. Uh, that's um, Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman, that's right, yeah. Uh, the French Commando? Yes. The Ghost? I uh, don't know what that is. 
I don't know it either. <laughs> Don, Donnie Darko? Yes. Zero Dark Thirty? Yes. No. Uh, Leon the Professional? Yes. Deer yeah, Hunt? we watched that, didn't like yep. that. Uh, Deer Hunter? Yes. Yeah, it was a bit... Oh, it's weird, it. yeah. yeah. <laughs> we won't go down that. That was <laughs> no. a weird movie. Yes. Yeah, I yeah, didn't like it, yeah. Uh, Deer Hunter? Uh, yes. A brilliant film. Mm-hmm. The Fly? Um, I think I've seen the Jeff Goldblum one. You've seen it? Yeah. Original Frankenstein? Yes. The Raid? No, apparently it's amazing. Lockie keeps telling me to watch it. I don't know it. I don't know that one. Yeah. True Romance? Yes. Shame? Yes. Japanese Ringo? Ringu. Ringu, that's like yeah, the Japanese Ringu. version of The Ring, the original oh, okay. version. No, I haven't seen it. Uh, Road Warrior? Yeah, absolutely. Mad Max. Uh, blue is blue is the warmest colour? Yes. Enemy of the State? Yes. Towering Inferno? No. Oh, haven't you? No. Not the original? No, yeah, it's really long. My, my mother took me to see that. Really? I scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that and the Poseidon Adventure. Yeah. Uh, Unstoppable? Yeah. Idiot. Uh, idio- Idiocracy? Don't think so. Uh, Robin Hood, Men in Tights? Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Boys Don't Cry? Don't think so. Don't think I have either. Mm. Uh, 50 First Dates? Million times, yes. Yeah. Air Force One? Yeah. Santa Claus? Yeah. Snatch? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Step Brothers? Yes. The Stripes? The Stripes or just Stripes? I wonder. You've, got, you've written The Stripes. I've, seen, just stripes. I've seen Stripes, yeah. Stripes is great. <laughs> yeah, great Pokemon detect, uh, Detective Pikachu? No, that's one we're going to get to. Die Hard? No, 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 you can watch it. Um, <laughs> Die Hard? Yeah. Uh, Scarface? Yeah. Monster House? No. Broken Arrow? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Original <clears throat> Halloween? You no, know, I haven't watched the Halloween movie. Uh, don't think I have either. Uh, original Nightmare on Elm Street? No. I've seen it. Uh, original Texas Chainsaw Massacre? No. no. I've never watched it. And Crazy Stupid Love? Yes. Well, there you go. Watch, mo- a, watch most of them. Yeah, most. that's a big list of films there. I wonder how he compiles those. God, Just thinks know. of stuff and types them out. Yeah. That's always fun. Has it open for a week and goes, oh, there's another one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> oh what about this Russian <laughs> Well, I'm sure we'll hear from him again. Oops. More than likely. Press the wrong button, though. Press the... What the hell is that sound effect? I don't know. Crickets or something. Oh. Oh, yeah, Crickets. Anyway, guys, that's the end of the show today. Um, I was trying to do a short one. To, oh, gee, trying to do a short one today. An hour and 40 minutes is fairly short, I suppose. Um, as always, guys, the podcast goes out every single Monday on all the podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcast. I had... What's going on? I'm not talking on my microphone. Uh, the podcast goes out on all podcasting platforms, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, Music, and Audible. The visual element goes out on YouTube as well. Um, and you can get that two days earlier if you're a patron supporter at patreon.com forward slash... Dave Lee Down Under. You can find me on YouTube. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, uh, at Dave Lee Down Under, of course. Links down in the description below. If you want to write into the show, uh, you can shoot an email to DaveLeePod at gmail.com. If you're listening on podcast platforms, please leave a review. Only good ones. Only good ones. And good ratings, too. It really helps, especially now I'm down to 4.9. Last week on YouTube, I updated my Disney ranking. I put out my all 59 movies ranking. That includes Raya and the Last Dragon, so I updated that one. That's out there. You can go and check that out. A couple of cartoon news bits that I got up last week as well. If you haven't seen them, check them out. Some Space Jam stuff. Um, I did a breakdown of... um, one second of Space Jam footage and got like 50,000 views, so thank you guys. Um, um, there's stuff about Pepe Le Pew being ch- getting the boot from Space Jam, all that stuff, so you can go and check that out on the, on the channel right now. Um, this weekend, we've got screenings for Tom and Jerry, help us, um, and Peter Rabbit too. Um, this weekend? 
yeah, this weekend that the podcast goes out. Oh, yes, that's right. Yep, yeah, it's oh. this weekend. Um, so seeing Tom and Jerry, I'm looking forward to seeing Tom and Jerry. Yeah, I'm It's too. getting a bad rap, but oh, it's Tom no. and Jerry. I'm really looking forward to yeah. it. And Peter Rabbit 2. Funny story, Peter Rabbit 2, we had tickets for that, and then the pandemic happened, that's and they had right. to cancel our screening like a year ago. Yeah. So for me, this is the first moment where I'm like, shit, it's stuff's finally back on track. Yeah. Because uh, it was like that weekend, and they're like, oh, we have to cancel it uh, when the lockdown happened. So Tom and Jerry, Peter Rabbit 2, we'll be seeing this week, um, and then I'll be doing my reviews, I think, next week for those. This week, of course, I hopefully have my big Pop Culture Evolution debut episode coming up, which is Superman. Superman. Woo! Very excited about that one. Um, and uh, I'm hoping, like, Tuesday, Wednesday is when I want that, but it could be, like, towards the end of the week. Thursday, maybe. Maybe. We'll see how it goes. So after we close out here, I'm going to go and I'm going to do some work on that after I've edited the podcast. Oh, that's awesome. Thanks again to old mate Rick for joining. Thanks, guys. And thanks, thanks everybody Dave. out there for listening. Not a problem. I'll see you soon. See you next week. See you guys. Take it easy.